the beauty of being able to follow a quality purpose and profitability model is that it doesn't rely on size. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome back. It's a new week. It's a new podcast and it's actually a new podcast series we're introducing today. It's the growth and expansion series with Mark Jarvis, who's joining me today. Hello, Mark. Hello, Christine. Lovely to be here. <laughs> I'm very excited about this podcast series, as I am with every guest, but also this one, because um, I think it's very necessary to talk about it. And I'm, I'm very excited because basically you're a great addition to what I'm basically offering to everyone, um, because I'm taking care of them in the first three years, yet, let's say, and um, there's a bit of overlap, but then you take care of uh, startups and entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and so on that uh, want to grow and that wants to expand. But I want um, first that you please introduce yourself to the audience. Who are you? What do you do? Thank you so much, Christine. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me along. Uh, my name is Mark Jarvis. I'm a business mentor uh, and I help people to grow and businesses to scale. But, you know, essentially what I've learned on my journey is that you know, learning how to be a business owner is a challenge for, for a lot of people. Uh, you know, and we're always in this position that I don't know what I don't know. Uh, so you and I are both here to try and help people to understand what they need to know. So that when they need to know it, they're in a position to be able to grow profitably. And that, that's a key, uh, important thing for myself, if I may, uh, because it's very easy to chase turnover and quantity. Uh, but it's, that's not a sustainable way of growing a business. Uh, if you're going to grow a business, then we need to focus on quality. We need to focus on purpose and we need to focus on profitability. Yes, thank you. Great. So should we start? Let, let, we said we're going to kick off this episode, actually, this whole series, maybe by talking a bit more about the two terms, growth and expansion. And what's the difference between them? What does it mean if we're looking into the entrepreneurial world? Yes, absolutely, Christine. You know, if, if you think about the, um, the sort of the people that you and I work with, Christine, you know, we know that when people start their business, um, they they start to expand and they start to get clients and eventually they start to get busy. And when we get busy, we get to a point where we think, well, I've got a choice now. I can either remain where I am at this point here and remain being busy forever, you know, perhaps for whatever reason, that might be the right thing to do for, for, for some people. Or we can choose to expand our business. And what most people do and what most businesses do is that they will engage with somebody. They will um, outsource, for example, or they will bring somebody in to expand capacity in the business. So what might that might look like in a, in a typical business is that they as they grow, um, they will begin to outsource their um, their bookkeeping, for example, they may outsource their social media, for example, and a few other roles. Perhaps they have a, um, a, a virtual assistant or something like that. Um, but that ex 
frees those individuals up in order to, so that they can take on more customers. But there, there comes a point where that person or that individual can cannot take on any more customers because they run out of time in their week. So what do they do then? Uh, typically, if we're going to expand our business, we engage with somebody, we employ somebody in the business, which increases capacity in our business, which means that we can take on more customers, as I've mentioned already. But the challenge that I see happens so, so much in our world today is that that's the thing that people keep doing. So what they'll often do is they will engage with somebody, bring that person into the business, increase capacity in the business, and that person will get busy too. And then guess what happens? Once they reach capacity again, they employ another person in the business and they make that person busy as well. And that cycle goes on and on and on. And that's what I call a linear expansion model in a business where people just employ people to increase capacity in the business. The challenge that exists, Christine, is that people are still doing the same things. They're just doing more of them. This is really, um, really good because it explains in an easy way what's happening. And like you say, what you see a lot of times and also me, um, what is actually happening. So um, it's nice that you, you put that in an easy way so that the listeners can actually follow. So if uh, you did not get this, go back and listen to that again. <laughs> but basically um, what Mark said is that you um, and I also, we see that someone gets busy and want to do more of the same things, but doesn't have time to do so. So they get someone else in who will take off some work of them. That person get busy, gets busy, then they get the next one in, that person gets busy and so on. And that's basically they offer all the same things, but um, more of the same stuff. That's what you basically were saying. Is that correct? Exactly that, Christine. Mm. And the 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 the, the challenge I think that we, perhaps we need to address and people need to be mindful of is that so many people that I speak with, and I, sus I suspect it's probably the same for yourself, is that they believe that's all there is. They believe that that's what owning and running a business means, is to mm -hmm. employ people, to get busy, to get more customers, to generate more turnover, to generate more revenue. The challenge with that, what I call the linear approach, is that you are not becoming more profitable because every time that your business employs somebody, you're increasing the cost in your business. So whilst you might increase revenue, you're still increasing costs. So your profitability is not increasing significantly. And that's a massive challenge for businesses. You know, as I said earlier on, for me, owning a business and, and scaling a business is about making it increasingly profitable. And if we follow that expansion turnover quantity model, we we're unlikely to be in, to to be able to increase our profitability. I think that's a very good point, and uh, sometimes um, or often overlooked because they say, "Oh yeah, we're growing because we're growing in in um, numbers of team members and numbers of employees of outsourcing." So there is a growing business, and yes, it, there is a growing amount of work. <laughs> but like you said, it's it's not only about this. It's uh, very important that you stay profitable that's one thing and um, that you 
increase your profitability. And uh, it, rightly, as you say, if you're getting more and more people in, but don't optimize things or offer maybe different kind of scaling or growing um, opportunities, then um, that might not be as, yeah, it might be sustainable, but it might not be like growing the business as it could be. And it's hindering, I think, a lot of people of do, going into the right direction and really have like this boom. Now I'm, I'm really taking off because I optimize things. Yes, yeah, really good point, Christine. And, and what I will also add in here, and I think it's really, really important that our listeners understand this, is that not everybody wants to grow a, a big business. Not everybody wants to have a business, you know, in with hundreds of people in, employed in their business or in multiple locations and all the other sorts of things that that um, that bigger businesses have. Not everybody wants that. And that's okay because the uh, the beauty of being able to follow a quality purpose and profitability model is that it doesn't rely on size whereas expansion relies on size and, and this is one of the reasons why i see so many people get stuck is because they reach a point where they've got a few they might have a few people working with them and they don't want to be bigger but because they're not they're not following that this sort of quality approach they, they have no choice but to remain where they are probably forever, continuing to do the same things over and over again, just mm. being busy. And the <laughs> beauty of following uh, this sort of the scaling principle, if you like, as I call it, mm. is that it doesn't rely on size. So you can be ever more profitable as a, as a small business, as a, even as a solopreneur, if you like, as a sole business owner or maybe two or three people in the business, mm. you can still increase your profitability without increasing size now that might be a bit of a controversial statement um and for many people perhaps they can't quite see how that might work but trust me when i say profitability is independent of size um i know that you and, and we will be starting to introduce those uh, over the next few episodes as well but maybe um, i know you uh, i think you have like eight steps or something maybe we can just touch on them and introduce what they are in this episode as well and then we go more into them into the next episodes what do you think i think that sounds like a great idea christine yes absolutely <laughs> yes absolutely very happy right. to do that so do you would you like to to introduce them just um briefly what the steps are yes absolutely okay uh, so uh, as we've said you know we'd like to introduce these ideas over the next few episodes of this podcast um, but I'll just briefly outline the eight for you here. And um, I've, I've sort of likened them to, to the way that we as humans grow. You know, so we have an idea, we have a, we have a sort of a concept of a business. Um, we know where we've got that idea, but we're not quite sure where to start. So that's like the number one level. Then you start your business, almost you give birth to your business, if you like. You've got a logo and you've got a website, but probably not got very many customers. Then you've got a baby business and you're learning lots and trying to serve everybody. Then you have the fourth level, which is the adolescent business. You're getting busy and chasing sales, which is what I've alluded to here, here already. And at level four or point four here, this is where often people can branch off into following an expansion model or following a sort of a joint profitability model. Step five is the teenage business, as I call it. You spend most of your time working in the business because you're just so busy. 
the adult business is the sixth step. You're finding it difficult to let go. As a leader and a manager in your business, you're finding it difficult to let go. Level seven, the step seven is the mature business. Things start getting tense when the business or the individuals in the business are put under pressure. We'll explore that a little bit more in, in future sessions. And then the final one is the legacy business, which is talking about exit. How are you going to exit from your business? You've got a strong team culture and an action, actionable e exit strategy. So those are the eight steps very briefly. Mm -hmm. Lovely. It's nice that um, we have, uh, like you say, the comparison with the human life as well, because in the end, our business should be uh, human as well, because um, it's our business. <laughs> it's your business. If you're starting up as an entrepreneur, you start, like you said, you don't know where to, to start. Maybe you start your baby business. You're starting maybe as a solopreneur, et cetera, et cetera. And maybe one of the questions that you might get a lot as well is, how long does it take to go through all these eight steps? And I think I already know the answer, <laughs> but I'll let you answer that because I'm sure that's what people think. Yeah, okay, eight steps. Is that eight years? Is that 20 years? Um, I don't know. There, there might be um, not a rule of thumb. There might be something, okay, it's not going to be within a year. Um, that's for sure. But uh, is there anything that you say to people if they ask that question? Thank you for asking, Christine. Yes, my response again is a little bit like um, my response when we talked about you don't have to be a big business to, to be really, truly profitable because the two are independent. And the answer to the question, Christine, is that people can um, enter the, the enter the business steps, if you like, at any step, because it doesn't require time to do these things. And what we will talk about in future sessions are some of the things that you can do to move yourself through the set, through the levels, if you like. But the biggest thing that we need to be mindful of is that this is how we feel and think about our approach to business. And it's less about what we need to do. One of the things I've learned a lot from a lot of people I've worked with is that most people know what to do. But for whatever reason, they just can't get there. So what I've done with these eight steps, if you like, is to create a, a framework or a model, if you like, which helps people to get there, to know when they're ready to take the next step, which means that they can own the journey rather than the journey being prescriptive. People who start their own business should get some experts, should get some professional help if you want so I mean um, it's okay you can you can start and you can learn all by yourself but I think also you get there quicker where you want to be if you have if you surround yourself with the right people and that's not only um, experts uh, and people know what they're doing like you and me but that uh, is also a supportive network they, they can um, tap into where they can bounce off ideas networking groups etc etc but um, entrepreneurship can be a lonely journey um, you can avoid mistakes um, easier if you're talking to people who who've gone through that journey or um, people who work with startups and have seen a lot of people making the same mistakes offering some solutions like um, you do as well I, I think we've covered a lot Christine uh, and I think we've covered two or three really key points here uh, and I'd like perhaps for us to to end this call 
for this session and move on to the next session, the next episode, just to let people reflect on some of the things that we've talked about here. Um, as I say, I, I there's, there's sort of two or three key principles that we've covered off here, uh, expansion and growth and profitability, uh, scaling, uh, and also the fact that um, scaling and profitability does not require size. Mark, thank you so much for your time for this one. And I'm looking forward to recording the next episode with you. Thank you very much, Christina. A pleasure. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.